0: No. You could in the morning. Oh, in the morning, you can do anything (laughs) you want. It's (laughs) the Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) It is just freedom, baby.
1: Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 161, entitled Attention. There's a negative connotation with attention, but why is that? What makes someone need attention? Why can they be so annoying when they don't get attention? We'll be talking about that at the table this evening. So pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire, make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse
0: when you are all alone. Romans twelve fifteen says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep this people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes or so of the podcast, but we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12:15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is, lunchtime in
2: Rome. in Rome. Hi everybody. What's up? Hey Chris. Yeah, so if people who are watching live, you might see that Person. Uh, Eric has more hair tonight. Yep. Or that means it's not Eric at all. It is my ah. son, Ben, on the tech. Hey, Ben.
3: Hi, everyone. <laughs>
1: and we would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Ben is, uh, is just sitting in for Eric tonight because he has some other obligations, and... Um, Thankfully, Ben is a little bit tech savvy, and so he is not the guest. This is not one of those where it's like, "Oh, hey, this is the Ben Davidson episode." But ironically, uh, Ben, without a high need for attention, right? There you go. He, yeah, he doesn't mind in the least. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so this is a, a fun, fun time. Summer has has kicked off, as uh, you know, we've mentioned in recent weeks. But um, it's been a busy. I think last week I did say my, I had some goods and some busies. And, uh, some of that busyness wrapped up this past week for me. We, you know, we've been talking about the Patty's longest day mm-hmm. disc golf tournament and man, oh man, was it fun and successful. Yeah. Good day. Good day. Right? Really I mean, it
1: really came together well.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys for being there and for, for all of your assistance and, and, you know, the time and stuff that was put into it. And I really think, I mean, who knows? Somebody could have left going, oh, that was really horrible. Yeah, but
0: I've been to other tournaments. Like the first uh, Vets for Vets tournament we did, the guy that ran it made a post later that day apologizing profusely for errors that he had made mm. and the numerous complaints that he had received.
2: And you didn't get any. Okay. Yeah. No. Or else you maybe you just didn't make a post about it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get any complaints. No, I thought it ran really smoothly. The biggest issue. No, So that whole day was positive. The days since have been a little bit annoying in that because it was a PDGA-sanctioned event, I had to, like, report scores Mm. and financial information and stuff. And it wasn't intuitive the way that I thought it would be. Mm. Like, like you know, you guys know... Especially, Jay, just from working with, like, UDisc, the UDisc app or the Disc Golf Scene website. Like, there's there's apps and websites that are all sort of linked together and, and help you. There should be, like, an
0: upload file.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, all the information is already there. It should totally just now automatically, mm-hmm. boop, go to where it needs to go, to the PDGA. But it... It does it, not. At least for me, it did not happen. And maybe somebody... Did you get it done? I just, this evening, finally figured out, like, ah, you know what? I can't. So, I entered a lot manually. Well... But... I celebrate the fact that you got it done. It's off your uh Thank to-do you. list. And and you know, we had 32 players and not 132, so that, that would've been little, longer. Yeah, like yeah. Four times as much. So that was real good. And the you know what? Got it done just in time for vacation. We're heading out to Ocracoke. Heard Ever of it? heard of it? By way of Titusville Titusville also. of the South. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and um so it's just it's just all really good right now. Really good. Man, that's
0: awesome. I had a, uh, I was, yeah, you guys survived. We should be celebrating that. Who survived? All of you. Survived what? podcast without me oh, 160 podcasts that's right excuse me 159 yeah and i was on every one of them yeah until last week when i took my lovely bride out to a great great lisbon ohio in a tiny cabin a getaway uh property and it was great we had a great time this time last week i was cooking two steaks on an open fire hmm. uh, because the one restaurant had closed because their uh, kitchen was 125 degrees Mm. Well, it was also about 120 around the fire last At at least. (laughs) At least. But, man, those are some good stakes. And uh, it was just a great time. And I'm excited to be back. Excited about the podcast tonight. Busy week. And it's a highly variable week. Like, I had a guy call me. He's like, oh, I met you 20 years ago, and there's somebody in your town who needs help, and I can't help them, but I'll help pay if if you need help with that. Um, but, you know, I'm on the other side of town, so if you could just intervene on behalf of the community or, you know, if you could go to the municipality and talk to them on their behalf and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh wow. I." I, I I got a few people I could call, but whatever. Then he mm-hmm. called me today. Hey, is there any update? And I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> yeah. like you you're not on the other side of the world. Like you're on the other side of the city. Your phone works real well from there. <laughs> but I even somebody stepped up to help me with that uh, situation. But it's been that kind of week where you just get the most random of uh-huh. requests for your time. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, I will still make it to the beach and I will still sit and gaze at the ocean and I will exhale.
2: I have to celebrate. You know, you're in Rachel's time away, um, and I and I hope you weren't worried about what we were doing last Wednesday night. We were well, listening. Oh, were yeah, you really? They were on. We were. I didn't even see making, that. Making
1: comments. That is amazing.
2: We were. We
0: commented. We didn't finish the podcast. How come? <laughs>
2: no, the stakes were done. I mean, you mm-hmm. know. Was, well, I will say that what we missed, and we did miss you, um, in from my perspective, was number one, of course, your. Uh, professionalism with regard to not you know we've we've learned a lot in the realm of relational needs but we are not you um, and but the second thing is we had a couple of of pregnant pauses there were a couple just a couple not too many but there were a couple times where I was like man Jay would have just we filled could use, this we could use a segue right yes now. exactly
1: exactly <laughs> it'd be great if there's a real long pause right now <laughs> well the like for me it was. I was reading Ethan, and it was like, is he done with his thought? You know, a couple of times, right. I, and I wanted to give him the space to be able to finish his thought if necessary. Right. But then I realized, okay, like, he's oh, done there's with no his more thought. thoughts. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he's, that was the period of the sentence. That, that was it. Yeah. Um, so, I've been doing a ton of writing. Yeah. Re- yeah. Really, over the past. Really, this year I, I've probably written more this year, and I love to write. I've written a book, and you know, in the past, um, but I love to write. I've always journaled, and um, but for a long time, I, I I haven't been doing it a lot, especially over the past couple years. And I think that the past couple of years and where I've gone spiritually in some degrees emotionally in some degrees reflects the fact that i wasn't doing a lot of writing so for me writing is really really important and a lot of it is just to myself it's it's journaling um but it's it's incredibly necessary for me but this past couple months has been it, there's there's so many things coming out of me right now that i'm really excited about and that are necessary and um so i a lot of writing, and it's been really healthy for me. And,
0: and over different topics as well. Like, a lot of it's introspective, yeah. but a lot of it's altrospective.
1: Right. My sub stack. I mean, right. I haven't written on the sub stack for um, probably about a month now, and I need mm. to get back to that because there's been a lot. Yeah, but you've been doing a lot of introspection. A lot of it. And, and been that can really cloud healthy. your... Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it's, it, it's interesting to hear you say that it's causational, that it has caused a lot of... You know, like, because I haven't written... I've gotten too much in my head and Mm -hmm. everything else Uh, that's that's interesting to think
1: about yeah it is it's I've, I've been going to chiropractor since I was 12 years old and there's a lot of things that you can do. And just like you change your oil in your car, there's preventative maintenance. And I feel like for me, writing is a preventative maintenance kind of a thing. And I just wasn't doing that preventative maintenance on myself for a while. So. And it's been an easy couple of years. Yeah. Nothing going yeah, on to write about. Been able to just work everything out in my head. Yeah. But I started, I've started this exercise. I, I, I'm reading this book called The Artist's Way and. I started this exercise where I'm doing something every morning called the morning pages, hmm. and it's it's just write three pages, just just when you wake up, just write three pages, no punctuation, no formatting, yes. just get it. Not mind. allowed? Well, encouraged. <laughs> okay. Like like I still go back. I'm like I can't leave like. it like that. Um, <laughs> but like no, I mean like if you want to put punctuation, it's great. But the, okay. the the point is just. Don't get hung up on Don't go back and read what you've written two paragraphs before. Just get it out. You know, just get it out. Mm. And you're really, you know, you're supposed to take maybe a half an hour on it at the most. And so that's been really, um, really good. And I, I think it's probably because it's earlier or it's getting light out earlier. And now I guess it's going to be getting darker because uh, we're over the hill. It's all it's summer's over now. Summer's over. Um, <laughs> but like I've been waking up at six o'clock and i'll lay there for a couple minutes and then get up and then i'm like all right i'm getting out of bed and i i just i've been going so um just really healthy and in a good way Uh, healthy is good i guess um yeah you don't want to be healthy in a bad (laughs) way i don't don't know how that works but uh so yeah no
0: that's that's awesome and i i i I almost envy that that being up in the early morning hours to to write and then start your day fresh and uncramped, you know, it sort of like helps your brain relax.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a nice wake up because it's not like I'm being forced to get up. There's no alarm, and 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 there's not like a, a grogginess to. I mean, groggy. It, it, it takes you a little bit to get going, regardless. But I'm waking up, and I'm not like just struggling to be like I gotta get going. I'm just. I've been waking up kind of with, you know, hitting the ground running, take a dip in the pool and it's it it's it's been really great. Dip then right, right then dip. Either or. Oh, you crazy. Like <laughs> there's been a couple of times where I've, no, I've taken the laptop it's chaos, taken the laptop out to the pool and and Yes. No, no
0: order no punctuation I, uh, i'm not into that but sweet. i'm glad you are i'll celebrate swims. that he, with
2: you he swims while he types sometimes I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah my laptop didn't
0: make it that one time and when but. he gets done he says period
2: <laughs> hey i have to chime in Some one other thing real quick cuz we were talking about it before we hit the record button tonight brian you asked what about the tesla, the tesla. and i'm only uh, i'm going back to bring it up just because it's been a sort of an ongoing topic on pod um you have a tesla you right uh, our Tesla has been in two accidents lately. One oh, very one the minor. Front. The one the yeah, front. yeah. Yeah, a couple months ago, it was backed into, mm. um, by a truck with a tow hitch that just put, like, a, a square-shaped, like, puncture in the front bumper. Oh. Um, so, very cosmetic, you know. That is not what happened last week. Mm. Uh, we were picking Lily up from her theater camp Friday evening, and... We're at a red light, and the driver behind us did not, for whatever reason. S- did you even get a screech? There was nothing. There were no oh, brakes. That's the grossest noise. It Ugh. was. It was just bam, right into the back of us. Smashed up the entire back of the car. Thankfully, no injuries. But yeah, poor Tessie's out of uh, out of commission for a
1: while. So, but they didn't total it.
2: No, I I don't think so. I mean, it was still somewhat drivable. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't dangerous. We pulled off and the you know in a parking lot for a while, and then later we actually drove it to a body shop. Um, I didn't want to drive it long distance because it was like the trunk was stuck open, mm. and it was like yeah. you know, it's a good thing they didn't
1: hit the gas tank. You could have exploded. Exactly.
2: Well, mm, you know what, we were worried. Good thing about it, it didn't catch on fire. We were right. worried
1: about the battery for yeah. a little
2: bit because
1: that's where it is in the back, right? It's
2: actually on the bottom. It's like a, okay. a long. If you imagine, like, a long um, cell phone-shaped battery, like a rectangle, just along the bottom of the car. Huh. Yeah. But, no. Although, there were some fumes coming out. So, huh. we were like, what is this? What is this? But um, it went away, and the cops who were there um, said, like, it could be just, like, sometimes when, like, lights get punctured, mm. like, bulbs, like, there's some fumes and things. Mm-hmm. So, that could have just been in the first couple minutes. Wow. So Yeah.
0: We were all heartbroken. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. And man. scared, like that's yeah. I hate that.
2: It was yeah. a, a scary moment. Total. And blind, I can't believe your necks side. are all
0: okay. Yeah, right.
1: Because mm. that's a big rear end.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Both, both yeah. kids in the back seat. Yeah,
1: like just right. right. You got hit hard in the back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, we yeah. did.
3: Yeah. Ben,
0: how are you? How have you been? I'm good.
3: Um,
1: I've
0: had a. It'd be so great if he was like, I was in an accident this weekend. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. He
3: was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's from the front of the car it looked uh it looked great, but from the back no. No boy no. No, not good. But yeah, um I've I've been door dashing lately, so uh it's been good because I get to be sort of like my own boss, that's what that's what they say. Um <laughs> that's what they staff say. meetings are pretty short. <laughs> right, right. I'm uh, doing great. <laughs> good job, Ben. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> uh but it's been it's been good. The only bad thing about it um is that I, there's sort of it can be hard to get yourself motivated to work sometimes when you're not like conforming to a schedule. So I encourage you to wake up first thing, write 2 to
0: 3 pages.
2: Oh, <laughs> take, take a dip in, in Brian's pool. <laughs> Dorkish. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There is a little lack of motivation as, as Dad chimes in here, but look good mm-hmm. thing you have your mother and I to say, "Hey, you know what?"
3: get out and door dash. Right? It's true. Um I think just having a little bit more of a schedule could really help me. You but, could create one. Right? You kind of guy that's like, yeah, that's just paper. Right? I know I I have a hard time committing. Um I don't know. It's just something I have to work on. It's a it's a personal flaw.
0: Do you ever have with, to do with, No, it's an opportunity to improve. That's all it is. Do you uh, ever are there any like hard customers that complain no matter what or
3: not yet, um I mean the social interaction is very low, which is another reason I enjoy it a little more um speaking of attention, yeah, but not no um i I would definitely recommend it for anyone looking for a new gig that's quick and easy um but besides that, uh, I've just had a lot of good encounters with people this week. I went to Aldi and just everyone was very friendly and uh, we had a really good worship practice. Uh, Not at Aldi. No. <laughs> this <laughs> all was, this was all. In the this was all yesterday, by the way. So I I had to run to Aldi uh, when I wasn't expecting to, but I just had a really good experience with several people, and I had uh, we had a really good worship practice at the church um, with some people who were new or newer, who, were, who aren't there all the time, who did a really nice job, and were very prepared, so we appreciated that. That's great, man.
0: And I'm so glad that you're here and you're giving Eric uh, the flexibility to get some things done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he that's it's a nice way for you to support him. And uh, I would like to encourage you as you go through your efforts tonight because you're really one of us. So those are all examples of emotional needs. And if you go to our or relational needs to our website, lunchtimeinrome.com, and you can take the relational needs questionnaire on our drop down menu. And you'll get your results in a day or so. You know, you find out what your top emotional needs are. And what we've been doing about one a month is taking a real big, deep dive into each individual emotional need slash relational need so that we can really understand what it is and how we can meet that need in somebody else, how we can get that need met for ourselves. And it really helps because. Too often, we just don't understand why somebody is the way they are and what to do about it or why we are the way we are. And this week, we're looking at the emotional need of attention. It is very unique in the realm of emotional needs. And the reason why I say that, I, when I meet with couples uh, before they're getting married in our pre-marriage teaching, I, I always describe attention as the black sheep of the emotional needs family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a need for attention, everybody is oh gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh, that one. Oh, they're always oh they're doing they're always needing
1: attention. Oh they're doing attention seeking. Attention whore? Wow. Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's the strong. term. But no, you're I'm right. You're absolutely them. right. People and, say, oh, they're an attention whore. Then what, a, what, a, what a negative connotation that yeah. is.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, nobody's ever like, oh, I'm oh a to belonging
1: a whore.
3: whore. <laughs> <laughs> or nobody ever says, oh, you
0: called me a whore. Thanks. Great. Like, no.
3: Oh, that person needs so much comfort.
0: Yes. A that's comfort a, whore. They do say. Yeah, nobody <laughs> says a comfort whore. They say they need a lot of comfort. <laughs> and so we're looking at attention. Quite simply, it is conveying appropriate interest, concern, and care, taking thought of another, entering another's world. And that is the end of that, I think, is a almost gross overgeneralization of it, entering another's world. But that can be a wave. You know, that's entering somebody's world. Good deal. That could be asking somebody, how was your day? That could be asking them a ton of questions about themselves or watching them tell a story. You know, it's there's a whole lot that goes into that.
1: But that's such an interesting part of attention because that is a that is an external thing. That is a that is you are you're returning something where when you first think of attention, like most people think you're the person sucking up all the energy in the room. But, man, that's really cool to see that part of attention being you're entering someone else's world. Yeah, and that's what we
0: only see when you say somebody is, you know, demonstrating attention-seeking behavior, attention whore, that is what we will get to, which is the end result of having that need not met. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if, if everybody just, you know, paid a little bit more and you think about our world today nobody i said it on sunday that very few people live outside of themselves Mm -hmm. that we're all just living for ourselves trying to get and we've had a rough couple years of it trying to get by trying to get hours and so imagine that's hard for anybody imagine somebody who needs a little bit more attention Mm -hmm. that ain't happening right
2: nobody's investing in you I have to, to say this too, like in my, speaking of just thinking for myself, I guess, but this is, you know, in the past when I wasn't really thinking about what anybody else needed. Um, man, these are the people that I avoided. Like, please, I couldn't, I could not, and maybe still cannot, I don't know, eh. have too many high attention needing, seeking, yes, it, people in my life. Because it does draw a lot of energy. Oh, it it's saps like, the energy right out of you. It's hard. Yeah. It's very difficult. So, I like, mm, one or two, that's max, man. Or I Yeah.
0: So, what we always do is we look at what's the root cause of it. And if you've been with us, if you've checked out so far the other emotional needs that we've done, uh, you'll find it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the same for every emotional need. You have a high need if it was met constantly as a child or... You might have a high need because it was not met Mm -hmm. as a child. So imagine you're growing up and you're mommy and daddy's little boy. And I was. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like, don't make a joke. (laughs) And everything you do, you are doted on, doted on, Mm -hmm. doted on, doted. And then no matter what, and everything else, you know, that can go one of two ways. You can be like, well, that's the way life is. I am always the center of it, you know. And imagine you go, hey, you first get friends, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't really care that you put on your own socks today, Chris. That's <laughs> a big deal. Who cares?" And you're like, "No, I'm a big boy." <laughs> and I'm like we're all big boys, Chris. And you're like, well, this is weird. <laughs> or, you know, you're raised that way, and you're like, "Gosh, not one more person. Please, not one more pay, person, pay attention to me."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, with any emotional need, there's really. No rhyme or reason. There's no guarantee that you have it because you got it or didn't get it. You know, you can just as easily have it or not have it, but it's all based on the way you were raised.
2: I, I've been thinking this through past episodes, you know, a little like it's been germinating in my brain. And I think it finally, as you were reading it here, Jay, like it all, to, you know, there's the whole nature versus nurture idea of, you know, how, how we learn and how we, um, Grow mm-hmm. intellectually. This feel I feels like this is very nature, like the fact that, like it's, it, it you could it, you know you could have it or not have it, and your reaction to it is based on nature, just like how you were born.
0: That is a very interesting thought because I before you said that I would have argued that it's all nurture. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I thought you were But going you're to. saying is the same. You know. You two people could be raised the exact same way. One ends up with the need, the other ends up with very little need for it. Well, that's so what four yeah. it isn't the way they were raised. It's their nature. Here's what I'll tell you. It doesn't matter right. as it pertains to what do you do about exactly. it. Exactly. But that's more like brain talk or mm-hmm. but I mean that is an interesting way to look at it.
2: So I'm gonna start a spin off podcast called <laughs> Brain Talk. Relational <laughs> needs brain talk. Yeah, that's
0: um that's something you should look into. <laughs>
2: I will give that as much
0: attention as it desires. We talked already about how it is different. By the way, these notes will be on our website uh, so that you have this outline to reference after the podcast if you ever need to uh, look at it whenever you're like, oh, what did they say? Yeah. But how is it not, you know, how is it different? Because you're the black sheep. Uh, maybe we should add in there on the notes. Uh, but attention whore.
2: Oh, okay. Next to that. So that <laughs> right. will have
0: to change the outline then. It's not just a dash. It'll now be .3 sub A. Black sheep. Oh, Sub P.
2: J is good attention
0: at outlines. More. Oh, you cannot be leaving just A out there. Well, I think, no, you can't. No. No. You could in the morning. Oh, in the morning. <laughs> you can do anything <laughs> you want. It's <laughs> the wild west. <laughs> <laughs> it is just freedom, <laughs> baby. But how do we meet somebody's need for attention? What are some examples? I might well, say that being the focal point of a room or interaction.
3: <laughs> sure. Know,
0: that that's somebody and think of it also in the opposite somebody who doesn't want attention boy th- when they walk in the room they do not want everyone to be like hey mm-hmm. there they are or how was your day today like
2: it doesn't matter it's fine right it's fine. <laughs> don't ask me that in front of all these people what's going mm-hmm. on
0: exactly another one is being engaged within a relationship now that seems simple but it's very complex uh,
2: wait Good. before we go on yes so that first one being the focal point now that's that's their, that's what would fill their need. How as another person, and just tell me if I'm getting too far ahead. You are. I'm going to save this question for later.
1: <laughs> um, Being engaged within a relationship, asking questions, engaging in activities, being pursued, these things, I, I didn't realize until about two months ago how much, like, like just like with uh, affection, just like with appreciation, I'm seeing this one, this whole thing with new eyes, and I was just discussing with myself how i love to be pursued and the fact that that comes to attention the fact that that's what attention that's how you get that fulfilled is it's it's really um it's really re- a revelation to me because we'll had i this. said to you two months ago do you have a high need for attention i, I would have said I, I like attention but i don't need to need it but especially but do you uh, need to be pursued yes very much and after after everything i've been working through the past couple months um yes attention is very much something and I, I i i know the roots of it i know where it started and where you know where that hurt was to to cause this high need for attention that i have
0: okay i was going to pause and say you know it's having a high need is not Always out of a hurt, this one was very, but much this out one of was yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and it's not much. doesn't mean it wasn't mm-hmm. either, but you know we want to take this a little bit slow, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, no, because it's a great illustration and a great application of it, but being engaged within a relationship now again, that's not necessarily a romantic relationship that can be yeah. a family relationship, you know, parent yep. to child, child to parent, you know, I've known way too many parents who needed so much attention from their kids and weren't getting it. The mm.
1: parents need attention from the kids.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, we see that a lot the opposite. You know, mm-hmm. that the kids need attention right. from their don't parents. Pay attention to them right. at all. Yeah. Well,
2: speaking of specific relationships, I'll, I'll go romantic, but it, I mean, it could be, I guess, any specific relationship. I do not consider myself, you know, high in need of attention. But... Within a relationship, like if you're not a a, an attention, if that's not one of your highest needs, could it still be a high need within a specific relationship?
0: Well, certainly to a degree, I would say it could. But like we do with each one of these deep dive emotional needs podcasts, I would say what you are saying you need in regards to attention within a romantic relationship. If we want to watch, you know, Ben throw up here for a second. (laughs) <laughs> um, might be a different emotional need that you're looking for. Okay. You know, so whereas like the first one is asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And You think about it. If you have a high need for attention, you come home and you say to your spouse, how was your day today? And they go, it was fine. Yeah. But they don't turn and say, mm-hmm. how was your day? Yeah. Well, that's going to hurt. You need that attention. Um, in your example, if you say, how was your day today? And Amy doesn't return with, how was your day today? It may not be attention. It might mm-hmm. be respect. Right. Because, wait, mm-hmm. I asked you a question. You're not going to ask me a question. Am mm-hmm. I here just to serve you? You're not here to serve me. Right. Or or it could be, don't you care that I'm this way or that way? And that's just only in regards to
1: asking questions. The asking questions thing that we're talking about is so fascinating to me because I thrive on questions. I love to ask questions of people like that's one of the first things I start to do when I when I get to know somebody is I'll ask questions and, and then I want questions to be asked of me. And I'd never really connected that with the need for attention. But really what it is, is you're 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 fishing. You're, you're, you know, you're almost, it's almost like fly fishing. You know, you're throwing out the lure, bringing it back. The fishing, in, what you're saying, the fishing is you ask the question so I'm, I'm that just, they no, ask the question? Well, I'm just saying like in general, it's the process. Like the it's the process of staying engaged so that I can continue to have attention and so that I can continue to give attention because it's such a high need of mine. Like it's blowing my mind right now. In essence, you're saying yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ask questions because I want them to ask because I like this dance. I love the dance because it keeps the attention. Going all the way back to the top, entering another's world. Uh-huh. You
0: want someone to value yep. your world and take notice of it.
1: And I want to value another
0: person's sure. world and no, take notice of it, absolutely, because we give what we desire.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not just because of that, but it's, hey, I value attention, so I'm going to give that to you. Yeah. Right. Which is why if you Man. come across somebody with no need for attention, it's like a terrible song. Right, You know, forget the dance. It's like ska meets bad jazz. <laughs> and you're just sitting there going, well, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happens next. Mm-hmm. And you're asking questions, and they're giving you one word answers and not asking you a question back. And you're like, well, I feel gross right now. Yeah, uh, And I'm going to leave. And they're like, right. I hate that guy. <laughs> Secondly, engaging in activities. You know, you want to be doing something with somebody. You want to have that for lack of a better term, that life dance mm-hmm. of, hey, we're doing things together. We're not just living independently. Um, if you have a high need for attention from your boss, again, another relationship, significant. If he's never asking or she's never asking you any questions, you're like, oh, they're not paying any attention to me. If they never include you in any projects, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, boy, I don't even know if I exist. Could that be a little bit of respect, too? Oh, they- absolutely. A hundred percent. Belonging, respect, support. Mm-hmm. But if you have a high need for attention and your boss never asks you to be in a project, Mm. that's where it hurts. Yeah, right.
1: This is interesting to me because you have a very high need for attention. Yes. And you're always asking us to go disc golfing. You love to disc golf. We love to disc golf. But I feel like that's one of those things where that's how you can also have that need met. You're saying engaging in activities.
0: Well, sure. Like, I I certainly don't want to go disc golfing by myself right but as you're saying that it makes me think because i also go i'm gonna feel bad if i don't invite them because mm-hmm. i go to guilt mm-hmm. so i was like well, there's more of that hmm. or do i feel bad that i'm not giving them attention but or am you, i not giving them belonging but
2: you benefit i think this is brian's point you benefit from going disc golfing in a social setting like that that, that feeds your There is your
1: a healthy need, attention right? that yeah. comes to you. Yes. Yeah. yeah but Especially because you're it, really good. If and... you,
0: eh, I'm good. I'm not really good. But if you, Stop. If you wanted to... well, wow. Saturday could have shown you that. The guy who, the guy who won beat me by 14 okay. 12 strokes. Okay. That's very good. You beat me... Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my point. If you wanted to give an example of how do I demonstrate my attention-seeking behavior... Asking people to disc golf is one, but it's what happens when we disc golf. And what happens anytime I am with anybody, and Ben's nodding a crap of his head <laughs> like over there. That. Ben's like, oh, you don't need to tell me, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be nice to you right now and not tell you to finish my sentence unless okay. you want to.
2: Nope. I think Ben's just a nodder. He's I, an encouraging
3: nodder. I just agree. I'm f- fulfilling your need for encouragement. Yeah, right we're talking about attention <laughs> Which is a good thing you don't have a high need for
0: acceptance Or respect but the point of the story Is this what do I do I tell you Stories mm-hmm. I tell you stories about my Day yep. I tell you something that happened the Last time I was on this hole and there's times Like you should be in my head I'm like shut up nobody Cares nobody cares what you threw on this hole last time You don't care what anybody else threw on this hole So that's how it manifests With me is I want to engage with you And hear, hear you know even if it's not Something if it's something I did bad I want you To hear that mm-hmm. so But I agree with, uh, I'll think more about the, is the ask the showing the need for attention or, or is it not? And then being pursued.
1: Yeah. Being pursued. What does that mean, Brian? So to me, it means somebody showing that they value you enough to actively come after you, after your heart, to, to get to know you more, to really want to understand you, to enter your world. Willingly, and it it, and like to me, there's there's not much. So let me let me use this example. When I really started to have have, again, not a Christian podcast. When I really started um, to engage my relationship with God back in the late '90s to early 2000s, I felt and I I always use this term. I felt God wooing me back to Him. He Mm -hmm. was he was he came after me in a very loving yet persistent way he pursued me um and and i use that as the template for so many of the other relationships in my life that i value and it it is that it is that that pursuit that that like i just said all the other things that i just said and it's
0: it's we talk about entering somebody's world well when we say being pursued it's the intent to enter somebody's world, yeah. you know. You said pursue their heart. Well, oh, boy, that'd be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, maybe just pursue my afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, pursue my stories. Mm-hmm. And it's it's does it does anybody care that I even exist? Mm-hmm. You know, it's that thing when when somebody's depressed mm-hmm. and you like if I wasn't here tomorrow, would anybody who, who noti- would know Who would notice right. I wasn't here? And it's so- something as simple as three months ago, Brian mentioned to me, "Hey, when you go to Penn Mac down on the strip to buy." food for the vacation i think i want to go with you this year i've never been there and the other day i said hey are you still good for Penn mac well that's a simple pursuit that's but hey i heard though. something yep. that you wanted to do and i want to make sure that we do that together mm-hmm. and that way that's a simple way to do it if he didn't have a high need for attention he'd be like what did i say that oh i don't know mm-hmm. but if nobody's ever asking you think about it if you had a high need for attention i
1: actually did forget
0: and nobody ever <laughs> checks in with you yeah nobody ever asks how your day was. nobody yeah. says, How are you feeling? you're invisible yeah. man it it's but. it's it's I would say deafening, but it's it's such a heavy weight yeah and you know being open and honest and vulnerable with somebody else's feelings or emotions, you know my relationship with Rachel she has some need for attention in some ways, but mm-hmm. not compared to mine mm-hmm. and so like I will say to her, Hey honey, how was your day?" And she'll be like, it was good. And I'm like, now's when you would say, how was your day? <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, yeah, how was your day? And it's, you know, I I have to get to that point with her where I'll just have to say to her, hey, look, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. And I need you to engage back. And that covers both. That's the, you know, asking questions, being
1: engaged and being pursued. But does it feel empty to you if you no. are? It doesn't. It would feel better. If it wasn't forced. right? Or, and it's not, or, by the
0: way, to be very clear, not, forced. not that she ever listens, speaking of attention. But <laughs> it's not that she never does it. Sure. Because once again, I've got a high need for it. Yeah. So she is very good about that. She'll ask me. you know, And again, she's good at it because we've worked at it. Sure. You know, there. here's the prime example. When we were first dating, and mind you, I don't, at this point, I know squad douche about emotional needs i don't know anything and i I think i know i've told you two guys ben you don't know this and i've never done it live on youtube i was really mad that she wasn't engaging with me and we were at an eaton park on McKnight road and i said that's it i am not going to speak another word until she begins a new conversation and we sat there for 45 minutes (laughs) and at this point the the cook came over and cooked an egg right on my forehead because I was so mad. And the beauty of the story is she didn't even know. It. Right. Mm. Everything was copacetic. She's fine. Just eating at Eaton Park. Hanging out. I am. I mean, I, I'm just exploding. So we've gotten from that to every once in a while I have to remind her. Right.
3: Yeah. Have That's you, healthy. Have you uh, got, like, sometimes on social media I'll see posts and it's like, um stop texting first. Stop reaching out. And see when they reach out to you. And like, for, like, oftentimes they never will, like, see who will actually reach back to you. Um, and for them, I'm sure they take it as like, that's a fake friend. Like, that's not a real friend who cares about you. But I think a lot of the time, like, for me, I have a very low need for attention. So that's not even on my radar. Like, that I but you'll need just to stop, be,
1: you'll just stop texting
3: Right. Me. Like, I, I don't, necessarily want people constantly like texting me, like right. asking to hang out so like, and I don't, I don't mind it, but it's not something I need I, I, I'm I starting to realize during the session that I have a pretty low need for attention like I'm not relating to a lot of <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> He's like you guys are kind mm-hmm. of pathetic, you <laughs> and Brian I, I'm thinking really more highly needy. of my dad tonight, as a matter of fact. But so I think that's a great place where people are say like implying that pursuit is to them part of friendship like that is intertwined for them for them right but i think they might even think that that what i'm thinking is that's part of friendship overall for them because they're saying you're a fake friend because you're not reaching out and pursuing me to me that that's not something i would even think about Mm. so right but here's the point say you've got a friend
0: like that now it's important for you to say hmm I need to reach out to them. right, right. It's not the my solution. instinct. Like I wouldn't do, I wouldn't encourage somebody to do that for the very reason of what you said, because you wouldn't reach out, because it doesn't think you don't. Right. You're not thinking of that. You know, some of, some of, back to Rachel. Some of Rachel's best friends, and I mean for, oh, she's push, thirty years. She may not talk to for a month, two months, yet the minute anything happens they're there guns drawn sometimes literally you know and they're there they are they are sisters for life uh, they don't reach out to each other uh, if maybe every once in a while and so if she said oh i'm not going to reach out well then you may not hear from them for a few months
1: mm-hmm. yeah. until
0: somebody needs you well they're still great friends now if one of them needs attention okay we well, got to reach out mm-hmm. to them every once in a while mm-hmm. that's right. a great input on that um The last one I put was responding to conversation starters with actual conversation.
2: (laughs) So great. I always do it. Why is that so great? Because I think that if you start a conversation, well, I think we did a couple examples. If you start a conversation and someone gives you a one or two word answer that basically does not enable an easy follow up, it's almost like they've just chopped the conversation before it's even gotten started.
1: That doesn't work with me. I (laughs) make it happen. You're the question guy.
2: (laughs) Right. So it's it's engaging back. If it's obvious, a conversation
0: starter, starting a conversation, not answering a question. Right. Now, the reason why, well, let's go for Well, here.
2: And, I, and before, and, and so I have to say this too, um, this tags onto that last point about conversations, but also tags onto what Ben was saying. And I think, you know, he's talking about his low need for attention. And um, I'm going to go a step further and say, I don't just have a low need for attention. I have a um, negative need. Yes. Like re- attention. Yeah. I, I should <laughs> Yes. I have an att- well, not even a, like a, I repulsion. shy away from, yes, that's the word. I have an attention repulsion. So when people hmm. ask too many questions or give too much attention to me, like what I'd like to get better at is saying, hmm, how can I help, th- you know, meet their need? Because my... My habitual response over my lifetime has been, I'm going into a shell. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to talk even less. I'm going to shy away. I'm going to, like, I, I don't want to get into this conversation th- with, with somebody.
1: How are you friends with Jay and I? Well, both of us are Well, such there's a balance. Yeah.
2: No, because he listens to my stories.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. I want to respond but better, but, too. But, but I, it's just more about listening for you and not having to work, for, work to meet his, his level of energy for attention would, that's when you go into the shell
2: yes well and it's different because we're such close friends now oh, but you'd also but, go into a shell if i asked you
0: 75 questions about your life yes like you're saying i don't want he doesn't mind focusing on me that's it's okay. much easier yes. to focus on him correct mm. and for all due respect i think we all have a relatively satiated and mature mm-hmm. understanding of how to have our needs met mm-hmm. so it isn't like what he tries to avoid right yeah yeah that's fair Gotcha, because it, it, we like to look at hey, how is this need not met? Number one, by not giving attention. Boy, there's that's some rocket science. <laughs> you know, somebody needs attention, you don't give it. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is, and you've, we've already referenced it, you just avoid the person altogether. Mm-hmm. That's
2: that's what I've done through my life. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. I, that's not <laughs> well, healthy. I do
1: I do it too. Even though I am, am high on attention, oh, every there's human, certain people I'm like, nope, goodbye today. I'm out. I mean, we've all, we've all looked at our phone and went, no, yeah, not yeah. that person.
0: Right. Nope, don't have time for them today. Right. And when they walk in the room, everybody's like, scatter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so it's, it's very natural, but it's, it's very natural. Yeah. You know, so we'll get to that in a few. We'll get that, that now. <laughs> when emotional needs are not met, we begin, we as one who needs it, no matter what the emotional need is, you steal it and Mm -hmm. it's dysfunctional it doesn't work Mm -hmm. you know the person that wants a hug goes up and grabs their spouse and gives them a big bear hug and it doesn't work but that is exactly what we do we steal it well how do we steal attention and i'm passionate about this we exponentially increase attention seeking behavior yeah so you're in a room, and you're telling a story, and people aren't listening. Mm-hmm. So you tell another story. Mm-hmm. So you tell a story a little bit louder. So you start making uh, gestures, and you start making noises, and you start doing whatever you can to draw that attention. It's the The prime example is, like, if you think of, like, a high school kid. There was a kid who used to come to Young Life Club, and he was, like, this mascot at a local youth group. Young Life Club is normally filled with kids who don't go to churches. But this kid... He was sort of the mascot of the youth group. They, they just made fun of him, mm. whatever else. And he would go because he got attention. Mm. And he would make the Chewbacca noise. Mm-hmm. And somebody once in his life paid attention to him when he made that Chewbacca noise. And I would sit there. Uh-oh. And I would watch him. And he'd be looking around the room. And he would try to start a conversation. And people would be like, no. And then he would make the Chewbacca noise. And then he would do it again and do it again and it's literally like you're watching a person drown yeah Mm -hmm. because if you're in the water and you can't swim you start flailing around a little bit but then you go under and you flail a little bit more Mm -hmm. and you flail a little bit more Mm. we've all seen that person they keep just they grab at any attention they can get and you and what they're what they're teaching you is don't pay attention to me Mm -hmm. right Right. Because I'm going to take you down. It's repellent. Yeah. You're going to drown with me.
2: that That's what I was just going to say. I'm going to be the anti-attention yeah. um, person today because that on the opposite end of that, it feels like yep. you're drowning as well. Because when someone just keeps coming at you and coming at you, you're like, oh, okay. And you start mm. flailing for how do I get out of this. Like, how do yeah. I survive it? How do I not oh, feel... Oh, the
0: only thing going in your head is, oh, why isn't my phone ringing? Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. No, that's too obvious. Uh, my wife, no. She's in this room with me.
2: But it can be literally painful to mm-hmm. have to respond to, to too much stuff. Like... And that's maybe that's part of all this, too, is like we talk a lot about like, what if someone needs it? What if someone is like the opposite end of the spectrum? Like, how do you respect that as well? Like, it's good to know if someone is really negative on on attention, for example. What, in
0: fact, do you do about that? We're going to get to that in just a few seconds. I love it. Another way that we steal it is we ask questions to somebody else then we don't really care about their answer. We're dying for them to ask us. uh, To ask us.
2: That's a classic give what you would like to receive, right? Yeah, but it's also guided,
0: you know, because I'm hugging. Yeah, yeah, it is. I guess maybe. I think that's not maybe it is. But, you know, if you're dying for someone to say, if you have a story to tell and you have a high need for attention and it was at work today, but you know, you just can't, you know, you're already There's conditioned no enough. To, you're an adult. You just can't roll into a room and start talking about your day and you want to be engaged. So you say, Well, how was your day today? How was your work how, how today? How was, yeah. Anything interesting happened to you at work? And then they start to answer and you go, Well, let me tell you about my work day today. <laughs> <laughs> and so once again, that conditions the other person get out of that conversation
1: because mm-hmm. all they're
0: just going to ram a right, the, their about story. It.
1: They don't care about me. They're no. just, care, they just care about
0: themselves. Right. Now, Again, had you when they walked in the door, had that person said to the high needed for attention person, Hey, how was your day today? Story might go a lot less. Mm-hmm. But because it's building up and building up and building up, they've got to steal it. So they start asking questions that are similar to what they want to have asked back yeah. to them.
1: Dominating conversations and interactions. I mean, that's just obvious. That's right. that attention seeking behavior. You know, as we're going through this, like I have Will Farrell and Chris Farley pop into my mind. Like as I'm as I'm reading through this, it's just like I wonder if they really are hiding on it. like those people. Do you mean them not in their roles, but as human beings? No, I just I, I well maybe maybe both or like Robin Williams. Like it, it just seems like like you talk about a drowning person. It's like any interview Robin Williams gave. It's like <laughs> he's just that's now is that attention is that whatever I don't know, but it's just like that's that's to me the 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 picture that pops into my mind when you when you are talking about what a typical person who doesn't handle the need for attention properly looks like. Does that Mm. make sense? Sure. So like the domineering, dominating conversations, interactions. I mean, they're up on the table, you know, taking their shirts off and stuff. That's my picture. That would be an extreme
0: example of that. Um, that. I mean, that's one of the ones that, I mean, that's a constant battle for me is this one.
1: What getting up on tables and taking your shirt off? (laughs) No,
0: the simple example, not the extreme example. But I have to tell myself, like, let other people talk. Let other people tell their story. Nobody cares. You know, maybe they care, but they don't care that much. Mm -hmm. Let their story be told. Chris doesn't want to talk. Okay, now it's my (laughs) turn to talk. (laughs) Steering conversations, interactions into areas one would like attention.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think the simplest example of this would almost be from friends when Joey got uh, the encyclopedia, but he only got the letter V. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, what about Vietnam? And they're like, oh, that's bad. But I saw this documentary on Korea. <laughs> and he was like, whoa, uh, Korea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But how about that Mount
1: Vesuvius? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you apply that
0: to somebody's story, not just a letter, you see it. You can watch it happen and sometimes it's you know i can sit back as i now like to observe i've always liked to observe people i just am more equipped to do it now and you watch that person with a high need for attention try to steer back to their favorite tv show to their favorite mm-hmm. sport and they can't engage in your world mm-hmm. because they're desperate and at a deficit for people entering their world yep uh the last one when we're, our emotional need for attention is not met get it elsewhere get it elsewhere socially socially certainly i mean that's like okay the my friend group doesn't you know you know care what i do they don't give me any attention i get new friends or i'm going
1: to go on instagram and become an influencer
3: right right
0: yeah and that's yeah i guess we could have broken that down to in person and in social media (laughs) yeah but then also romantically Romantically. you know we, we go back to if you're not being pursued think about the number of marriages that have you know the book that i read years ago was wild at heart the one book yeah (laughs) uh, that uh, every man has a a battle to fight a journey to go on and a beauty to rescue and the point that he makes in that is just because you got married doesn't mean you rescued your beauty you've got to continually pursue her Mm -hmm. and i mean so many relationships people stop pursuing their significant other and that's when, you know, they pursue somebody else. But let's get to what everybody's been listening for. Everybody's tuning into here, and that's why we started at the old 50-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> giving us plenty of time. How do you manage somebody who has a high need for attention? <laughs>
2: I love the word manage. manage. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something.
0: Might as well Manage. How to, how to best meet their needs. How to love someone. Maybe I there could have go. done that. Mm-hmm. Love someone. Keep them from feeling alone. Meet their needs. Let's be honest. What you want to know is how do I manage somebody with a high well, need?
1: So how do you do that with people that you know well? It's quite simple to begin with. You
0: intentionally give them attention. So when they walk in the door, you say, How was your day? Right. You get ahead of it. It's like all, it's, and again, that's similar to every emotional need. Get ahead of it. Don't Mm -hmm. operate from a position of a deficit. Mm -hmm. You want to get to them ahead of time and tell them that you value them and what you can, you can even tell them that you're doing it. Like, hey, I really value you and I really want to hear your
2: stories and I'm going to ask you every day. Tell them ahead of time. So you don't mean, I was wondering when I saw that in the outline. You don't mean, hey, this is me giving you attention. So, yeah, put it in the bank, buddy. Once, once again, for Mr. No Attention here.
1: <laughs>
2: look at the sacrifice
1: I'm giving you. It is your birthday. That's what that. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving you attention. Isn't it wonderful? What is it here, uh, Dwight? My letter of uh, not apology,
0: but it was like, I. this is my letter of apology. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I know what you're talking about. Um, but no, you can say to them, no, I mean, yes, it is what you're saying. I wouldn't say it with that attitude. <laughs> I sure hope baby's not
1: listening to this. Ah, she doesn't have a high need for attention. So you're all right.
2: Uh, yeah, we're good.
1: But what about people? Go ahead. I was going to say, give them a oh. cue when you notice them scrambling. What do you mean by that? Okay. One? So we talked about earlier. Somebody, oh, I know what you mean. Like, like so the, the
0: brain thing. Sure. Or so of, yeah. I'll go back to that example of the kid who made the Chewbacca noise. I would notice him scrambling. <laughs> I would watch him. And I'm seeing him. And I would look at him and I would literally, this is for people who are older, uh, I would turn the volume down. Mm -hmm. See, now I'd have to be pressing a button and that wouldn't make any sense. (laughs) But I would literally turn a knob Mm -hmm. in the air just discreetly because I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to give him negative attention. So you would lock eyes. And I told him I was doing mm -hmm. this. I would say, hey, listen, Ah. here's what's happening. Now, this is a situation where I'm a leader. He's a kid, everything else. But But in a friend group or something like that, like.
1: It's not the guy at the bar that you just met.
0: Right, well again, this is under the category of people right. you know well.
1: Right. Yeah, you're at the bar guys telling you like the
0: fifth story room, and you just look at him and go, hey. although he might get that. And Chris is like, ooh, but if it worked.
3: <laughs> right. Star Wars. Music I mean, it's starts. worth a try.
0: Your boss, ba- your principal at your school is just like yammer, 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 and you're like, mm. <laughs> and then you just touch him right on the nose. <laughs> Boop. Uh, but no, you can have a little cue for somebody yeah, like uh, imagine a husband and wife, uh, right. Rachel and myself. Yeah. If we get to a point where, you know, I'm saying to her, honey, oh, man, I just been telling too many stories and I feel like I'm dominating conversations. Hey, can you just give me a little head nod mm-hmm. or whatever? Now, again, that's me saying, hey, I want you to do that. Right.
1: But that's, no, that's, that's something that's you can do to help. Help That's extremely helpful and proactive and I think constructive in a way that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings hopefully and gets the job done right it, i mean yeah could it
0: sure if sure. i don't feel like i'm dominating a conversation and i'm already mad at her but i mean this is all assuming that we're handling our relationship well we're communicating our needs we have taken care of our past hurts mm-hmm. you know we're at a clean slate we can right. move forward we're right. working it's, a together. Safe,
1: it's a safe way to do it now
0: however we don't always know people the people that bother us the most we don't always know well enough that right. we can tell them
2: yeah, to yeah. Listen, yeah. Turn and, and, and the... it's awkward then yeah.
0: Yeah. it's the co-worker mm-hmm. it's the neighbor oh the neighbor the always wants to chit chat and you're like i, I don't I, I just don't have time i don't have to, i don't have 25 minutes for you right now mm-hmm. the phone call out of the blue i had somebody knock on my door the other day uh, to visit this don't they know this is the 21st century 9:15
1: a.m <laughs>
0: wow knocked on my door i was like what thank god i have a security That's
1: camera i was like what are we doing sebastian <laughs> man of <skull laughs> oh yeah it's like what are you a serial killer <laughs>
2: This is not the 1950s. Yeah, if I didn't
0: have my cameras, I'd have been slinking down the stairs, <laughs> looking out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so, number one, just like anything else, yeah, give them attention. Now, everybody listen to this just went, are you crazy? Right. <clears throat> are you crazy? That person who needs attention, you're going to give them attention. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen?
2: It, it's going to feel like you're stuck. You're. In, in what, how
0: are they going to respond to you? they're going to drown,
2: well, drown well yeah they're, they're going to drown gonna take you, you with down. yeah well so i like that your advice then is that so you set a parameter, and you say okay here's perimeter a, per, a perimeter around your perimeter works soul so, so <laughs> yeah
0: so here's what it's it's a three-step process you to do it you it's a three-step it. process one and again you can also just avoid them But I mean, that's not productive. That's not loving them. That's not keeping them from feeling alone. So yeah, you give them attention. Hey, how was your day today? How's it going? And they go, well, let me tell you. Uh, So first, and you go, hey, listen, I have two minutes. You set up a perimeter. Mm -hmm. People think it's boundaries.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Perimeters are what you give other people. You call it a fence or a perimeter. Right. So you say to them, hey, you got two minutes, especially if you're on the phone. And you can lie. It's fine. Right. You're like, hey, I'm about to check out. <laughs> whatever. Let's yeah. be real. You know, I, I got to go do something. Yeah, I'll teach you how to do a half lie so you're not really lying. You know, <laughs> I got to go I do, gotta do something. something. I got to hang up the phone. That's what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got to not talk to you. That's what's next on my list. <laughs> but you just say to them, and this is important. You say, I've got two minutes. I've got five minutes. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Sure. And then you even say to them. I got one minute now. Yeah. And you'll watch. They'll talk faster.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They'll try to, and mm. they'll
0: even say, I know you got to go. Well, one more thing. No, yep. I don't have time for one more thing. Yep. But I want to hear this story. Mm. Now you're giving them even more attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have given them attention and you've set up the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Now here comes the boundary. Okay. The boundary you control. Then you say, all right, talk to you later. They can be in mid-sentence. They're still going to appreciate that you gave them that time mm-hmm. that you gave them that attention right so if you think about it if it gets to the point where you're just avoiding somebody and you're just it's because you didn't manage it yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're not talking about ending it by screaming at them you're just saying oh, no no just be right. a matter of fact right like because that can would be
1: a mid sense. hey, hey, hey ted say like, hey, and i gotta go i gotta go yeah well, when, I, when i was delivering water i had to go to the person's house you know, like oh, there you was no people. Way, there was no who were way to the only that. person you talked. They talked talk to that day. I <laughs> had so many, probably one person on on a route on on every day of my route. Where like the first time they blindsided, like, and and I wasn't getting paid by the hour. I was getting paid by how much right, I delivered. The you're,
3: you're the water
2: guy, right? Like that's amazing to me.
1: And, wow. and so, but like, if if I didn't get out of there, like I'm I'm not on the clock. I'm I'm not getting paid. I want to go home. So. So many people, I had to be like, I got like three minutes. I, I want to hear, like, I learned how to do this because I had to, because I had, I couldn't avoid them. Yeah. And if you did just like, well, yeah, you can't avoid them because you to have go. to deliver the water. water. That's how you get
0: the money. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you do go right back to above, which is you just avoid the person altogether.
2: Yeah. Right. And, and now you've accomplished nothing in loving others relationship wise. Yeah.
0: Which I was going to say that, but I'll also add this. Put it into a, a professional or a school situation where you have to interact with this person. Mm. Okay. So now every time you go where they'll be, yeah. you're stressed. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, yep. oh, I got to avoid them. Because they're,
2: they're part of your world. Yeah. Right.
0: You can't just avoid them. So now you're going to try to avoid them. You're going to look around. You're going to feel like a bad person to some degree. Or you're going to be angry. Depends on where your hurts go. You're going to feel guilty or angry that you're <clears> avoiding them. Whereas you can say, hey, you go right up to them. Yeah. Hey, what's going on today? I'm not, I don't have a long time today. you know. Right. And
2: Or you could even say, like, hey, that story you had started you know, yesterday, how did uh, that turn out? Gold. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah gold.
0: That's perfect. And then they say, oh, here's another thing. Go, nah, I don't have time for another story, but I really want we'll to hear the end of tomorrow. that story. Yeah. But trust me. Somebody with a high need for attention, assuming they're not in the midst of completely drowning, having it not met at all,
1: man, they appreciate that because yeah. it's okay. And they'll look at you and be like, wow, they care. Right. They mm. They know that's authentic. But yet you're still protecting yourself and your energy and in y- your boundaries, and you you have to be matter of fact and you have to have a, the spine to do it. Where you know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, that's mean. I'll just go ahead and sit here and listen to this. Right, right, that's right. mean. So I'll just avoid them like the right. plague and talk about them behind their back because right. mm-hmm.
0: that's loving them. Yeah. You know, I every once in a while I'll even describe it as like I hit them with the newspaper. Uh, no, no, <laughs> too much.
1: It's time to move on now. Yeah. You know, I don't really do that. So when. We don't receive appreciation. How are we hurt? Well, we just mentioned hurts go four places, four categories.
0: Either goes to anger, guilt, uh, fear, or self-condemnation. And this manifests itself. when you, If your hurts typically go to fear, you will only end up going where you know you'll get attention. Because you're afraid to go anywhere else because nobody's going to meet my need there. Mm -hmm. So I'm only going to go to this person all the time, which,
1: again, puts too much burden on them. I wonder how many people go to the local bar because they're avoiding the people that they don't want to attention from. They're going to the bar because they know they can manage the attention because really they only have to talk to the bartender or the other people that they know that are sitting at the bar that are kind of in the exact same position. Sure. Absolutely. I mean,
0: and that's that illustration could work for a lot of different things, but yeah, for that attention, think about it. I know they'll answer me when the, you know, the bartender, it's the age old joke, you know, they're the
2: counselor and everything right. else. And the bar is set up that way, too, that you're, you're not facing the other people. You're just you're looking straight ahead. There's the bartender.
1: But that's, that, that's, a, that's a safe way to, uh, to kind of conquer that f- or run from the fear of being out in the larger world where you just go find a safe space where you know you can manage it. And you don't have to be afraid there.
0: Yeah, and you just stop engaging in other places because mm-hmm. it hurts too much. Right. And so now I'm afraid. I'm not going to go anywhere new. I've been hurt by everywhere I know. Right, right. So I'm going to go to that one place or those two places.
1: Like how many people quit going to church? Anyways, that's a whole oh, for a million on. reasons. If, you,
0: if your hurts go to guilt, you will feel like that feeling like one's need for attention is the reason it's not met. So like it's my fault. I have such a high need for attention. Of course, nobody wants to pay attention to me.
2: So is this you? Isn't that where you're you
0: go? My hurts go to guilt. Um, I get a lot of attention. Okay. I, don't, okay. I don't have to uh yeah, I, I'm not no, not really. But 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 I can I can identify with that. Okay. You sure. know that oh I'm always needing attention. So that's why of course nobody wants you know, I could see it makes sense to me, Yeah. maybe the way I'd put it. So like but, it's the
2: reason yeah. So just the reason that, is the reason that, that you need it. Or that it's the way you're going about it. Right. Either one of those. Like, oh, so you might not. uh, So if you're very unfamiliar with relational needs, you might not even think about, oh, this is my need for attention that is driving people away. You might think, man, I'm such a blabbermouth, or man, I. Why do I have to be the center
0: of attention, or why do I have to be funny all the time? Why am I always telling stories? People would pay more attention if I was just calmer about it. Right. Self condemnation. That is just feeling like your needs, you're not even worthy of having your needs met. And quite simply, you feel like you're not worthy of attention. That you, you know, you're being treated like you're invisible because maybe you should be. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's nothing noteworthy of you. There's mm-hmm. nothing deserving of attention. Your yeah. story doesn't need to be heard. Which, once again, if we're trying to motivate you to love somebody who has a high need for attention, if they have a high need for attention and their hurts go to self-condemnation, man, you're, you're, you're sort of loving them twice. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not just giving them attention. It's giving them purpose. Value. It's giving them value mm-hmm. and really helping a lot of harm. Um, so it's who you are. Like I'm not even worthy or your story isn't worthy. Mm-hmm. So one is who you are. The other is what you do.
2: <laughs> so do they then maybe go to, I better get better, bigger and
0: better stories. Well, think about it. Think about somebody who has a high need for attention. So often don't they kind of tell not always the truth. Sure.
2: Sounds and a they little hyperbolic. The story. Why? The, the Bigger story, more attention. They didn't pay attention. They didn't pay attention to
0: the story that was true. Right. So now I got to tell you a story that's not true. Why? Because I don't feel that my story is worthy enough. Mm. My story isn't good enough to get the attention that I need. And lastly, anger. You know, you take your ball and go home. You stop giving attention and other needs to others. You're not going to. Well, why are you? Brian's laughing.
1: That's the way I do it. (laughs) That's that's your move. That's the move. Like, fuck. yeah (laughs) you're not going to give me attention i'm not going to
0: meet your need for whatever it is Mm -hmm. aggressively seeking to get it met you know that's the same thing like i'm going to scream until you pay attention to me think of it you know with attention Mm -hmm. you know it's like a it's like a child the temper tantrum Mm -hmm. well we learn not to pound our fists on the ground but we'll get louder and louder mm-hmm. and tell more stories and, and get more angry that we're not getting it met. Yeah. Right. And then lastly, spitefully get the Brian's not <laughs> already spitefully mm-hmm. getting it met elsewhere. Yep. G- aggressively going to the bar and talking to the bartender or, you know, I, I, in my career as a pastor, I haven't dealt sadly. I haven't dealt with too many affairs, by the way, not personally me, but I mean, people who have come to me, but, boy, there's a lot of emotional ones out there mm. where, boy, they're getting the attention. Somebody's right. pursuing them. Mm. Somebody's meeting their need. And one eventually can very often lead to another. Mm-hmm. And it's all because that need wasn't met. It's not, not you know – they're not blameless. It's still wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, matter of fact, if your hurts go to anger, you might mm. spitefully get that need met somewhere else.
2: We've had a friend, Amy and I, that is, in our past that – um high need for attention and that was back at the time we did not recognize that it was just a person that you're like oh my goodness this feels like a one-sided friendship like we don't get anything we need we're constantly giving 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 right and um the part here that word aggressively really stuck out to me aggressively seeking to get it met i mean i think this falls into that aggressive category when they're telling you you know, you're you're not a good friend. You have not been mm. at this thing for me. Or it's this the other thing. end of what Ben was talking about. Like they didn't even mm-hmm. just stop; they're just coming at you
0: saying, "Right, you're not a good friend."
2: Yeah, yeah. They this, didn't find right. out; they're telling you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Up front. because they have such a high need, and you couldn't meet right. And we didn't wow.
2: know right. I mean, it was it's it, it it was it turned into a toxic, you know, friendship because it we didn't know how to solve it, and it seemed like we were getting, I mean, maybe attacked is too strong a word, but, like, you know, emotionally. Oh, like, I think yeah. somebody tells you you're not a good yeah. friend.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, That's
3: aggressive. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's lobbing a grenade that you didn't ask for. Right. Without, a you know, education about emotional needs, I think you're really your only real reference point is your emotional needs. And you're like, doesn't everyone have the same emotional needs as I do? Yes. That no. is a. Right. That's the only scale you're using right. to measure mm-hmm. things. Right. So you think friendship is what I other people will want what I want in friendship. Of course, that's not true. No, it's not true
0: at all. So I hope people can navigate the waters of those of us, those of you who have a high need for attention. If you have questions in that regard, if you have a specific situation, feel free to send us a message. You can leave names out of it and say, how do I deal with this? I would love to walk you through that and
2: help you navigate those awkward waters. And with that, we're going to end episode 161. Um, we thank you for joining us at the table. If you can, please give us a like and follow on social media. And, of course, visit lunchtimeinrome.com. We have a lot of resources there, including the relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at Lunchtime in Rome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you in two weeks. Bye. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so this is a, a fun, fun time. Ocracoke, heard Ever of it? Ever heard of it? By way of Titusville, Titusville also. of the South. <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> There's not like a, a grogginess to. Well, I mean, it, groggy. It, it takes you a little bit to get going. Regardless, staff Say, meetings are pretty short. <laughs>
3: right, right. I'm uh, doing great. <laughs> good job, Ben. Yeah,
0: Thanks, Ben. They're always needing attention. Oh, well, what's, they're doing
2: attention-seeking attention, the term? Seeking attention me- whore. Well, and, I, and before and, and so i have to say this too
1: there's there's so many things coming out of me right now really healthy and in a good way uh, healthy is good i guess um
0: yeah you don't want to be healthy in a bad <laughs> I way to, uh, i don't know how that works uh, but uh it's it's very natural but it's it's very natural yeah
1: and then they start <laughs> to answer and you go well let me tell
0: you about my work day today <laughs> <laughs> i hit them with the newspaper